listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. When the la la hits your lyrics, just splits your head so hard that your hat can't fit you. Either I witch you or I get you. Format venture. Back through the maze I sent you. Talking to the rap inventor. Nigga with the gang type. Big the flame right. Spell my name right. B I double G I E. Iced out, lights out. Me and Caesar Leo. Getting head from some chick that he know. See, it's all about the cheddar. Nobody do it better. Going back to Cali strictly for the weather. Women and the weed. Sticky green. No seeds, bitch, please. Papa ain't soft. Dead up in the hood. Ain't no love lost. Got me mixed up. You drunk them clicks up. Mad cause I got my dick sucked. And my balls licked. Forfeit. The game is mine. I'm gonna spell it for you one more time. Check it. It's the N-O-T-O-R-I-O us you just lay down slow recognize a real dime when you see one slipping on booze in the house of blues i'm going going back back, back to cali, cali cali hey welcome to the black Altos podcast your host rod and karen we're live on a sunday afternoon sunday afternoon all right we're just ready to, to do some black ass podcasting mm-hmm. and it might be a little bit like next week last week because uh i mean yesterday because um well i guess yesterday and last week is the same thing right now but um yeah uh, it might be a little bit like yesterday because i do expect to get a call about karen getting an alignment on her car right. uh in the middle of the show so we might have to pause and do some black ass uh, some black ass shit because i was like talk. yeah my car pulled a little to the left <laughs> yeah i had to drive karen's car when i was in the shop and i was like man this thing <laughs> is fighting me you need to get alignment so anyway um let's talk about all the stuff we're going to talk about so this is the blackout tips find us on itunes stitcher leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is the taser the unofficial sport is bullet ball. bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is sponsored by shadow dog productions they have a new comedy web series called book crushers it's debuting on uh, september 12th uh they're currently writing season two and looking for more books written by people of color tweet me at shadow dog productions uh at shadow dog prod if you tweet them your book suggestions and check out the preview videos on youtube channel shadow dog productions they might cover the book that you tweet them so they're trying to highlight some some books to talk about so you know check out the videos first and then see if you can suggest something in line with that um you know us and our literature here at the show is all over the place but it's mostly by black and brown people so Mm -hmm. check it out and maybe suggest some things i know y'all niggas like to read yeah y'all do all right let's get into the show show oh but first a moment of karen oh uh yeah i'm getting my braces off tomorrow y'all Mm-hmm. i'm excited yeah i'm very excited it didn't that didn't have them on that long they said uh what 18 18 months 18 to 24 months it's been that long wow Mm -hmm. it seemed like it was just yesterday i know it don't feel that long i'm excited and i does this mean they're gonna stop building my um my account or does this uh whatever i don't know you probably whatever the i need to check the balance last payment or no so they could take them off but then i might still have more payments on my account yes sir that's some bullshit (laughs) i think they should stop charging me when the braces come out that's all the work they did (laughs) like what the fuck is that don't work it don't work like that because even even after that they're going to uh they said they're going to take the braces off then they're going to do a mode of my teeth Mm. 
that's how they get you <laughs> and then the, the mode is for the retainers because i'm not getting no permanent retainers so the mode is for the retainer and then i got to go back uh and get the retainers then i thought get the retainers and i'm gonna go back again because they want to be sure that the retainers actually fit properly mm-hmm. and uh then after that i'll be finished uh but i did the uh i don't know if it's called forever retainers whatever the thing is that we paid extra for uh so because they people say retainers are expensive to like replace if they get you know tore up your dog eat it or whatever may happen you lose it throw it in the trash can you know i've heard all kinds of horror stories about people losing their retainers and so uh they were saying uh i think uh, like so many times a year you can get them uh replaced uh with like like a 25 dollar fee like a little upcharge but you're not paying like the full price of the retainers because they said that was the biggest uh complaint so that's why they thought about doing it like this planning some people have it where uh it's almost like a like a monthly club where every month they send you a brand new set of retainers you know some of them do it every three months and it varies per uh, orthodontist you know how they they do that because the thing about the um retainers is like if you don't wear the retainers your teeth uh i'll be like hey you know that way we used to be we don't go on back that way because we feel comfortable and all your gaps and all that stuff will actually start slowly coming back and a lot of um i've talked to people who um didn't wear the retainers and that's the first thing they said they teeth just started shifting back mm. and a lot of them some people was like fucking i'm not paying again and some people went and basically went through the whole process and got braces again you know to, to refix those uh uh gaps mm. so it, it's it's been interesting so I, i'm excited uh about getting up i'm excited about eating normally again and not plucking and and uh getting shit caught between my teeth not between my teeth but between like the braces and my teeth and what's the first thing you want to eat i don't know that's oh, what yeah, i'm thought about it yeah when i had my wisdom teeth taken out uh the first thing i wanted was a um burger from wendy's but i wanted a triple cheeseburger because of <laughs> all the meat in it i just wanted to eat the meat and not have to worry about getting stuck in my mouth or hurting my teeth to bite and shit and I, I just fucking fantasize about that fucking triple cheese uh for so long and as soon as i got uh got my uh you know my that especially they get on your wisdom teeth to be like are right, you good mm-hmm. as soon as i got that i went straight to wendy's got a triple cheese and ate like a fourth of it because it's too much food it's impossible <laughs> to eat in one sitting and then i was like uh but i was just enjoyed those first few bites so much because i was like oh i could finally eat something other than soup <laughs> that yeah yeah uh because a lot of people uh i lost like 40 plus pounds and a lot of it started because of the braces because initially when you get the braces man everything is like soft mm-hmm. like soft and juice because you're like uh it's a weird weird feeling when food gets caught between the braces and it will drive you fucking up the wall and one thing about braces it will uh force you to uh it doesn't force you to uh if you don't you fuck up your teeth but it will actually force you to uh have better uh dental hygiene you know because you'll literally be fresh uh, f- uh brushing and flossing literally after every fucking meal just about like every morning every night you'll constantly be you know scrubbing because you can- i know for me i just could not stand that uh feeling 
and also uh if you don't do it uh you will have these white permanent marks on your teeth that they was like uh bitch we can't get them off yeah fuck and they that's adults do it too if they lazy and they don't fucking brush their teeth but they that's targeted more towards children and one thing about my braces as i began to get used to them i basically ate just about anything i wanted i just had to uh eat them in a uh, uh, smaller form like i could like you know grab a whole hand of popcorn and throw it in the mouth i would just try to eat like one or two corners at a time you know uh one thing i didn't do was gum um so i'm looking forward to that uh you know because the gum actually gets caught between the braces things like that so there were some things i did cut out um but yeah it's gonna feel good just to be able to eat and you know not have to worry about after i eat plucking shit out my mouth or using no uh shout out to the water pick mm-hmm. uh, uh uh shout out to the fan that sent me the water pick love you baby because uh, that, that I love that thing, and I will continue to actually use the water pick afterwards. And the water pick uh, that I was sending actually has a piece uh, specifically designed to help keep retainers clean. So I'll be using that to help uh, me with uh, keeping my retainers clean. So I'm, I am really excited uh, about the uh, process. It's been a, a, a long process, but I, I, it'll be so worth it. All right. Um, speaking of excitement, I saw this video on Twitter, and I thought it was adorable. This little black girl who's on timeout at what appears to be daycare. Who in timeout? Look, my bracelet came off. I'll put it back on. You in timeout? As low as you see, you supposed to be back in timeout. I didn't say get out. You and Jayla in timeout. Well, let me tell you this, Linda. Linda. My name ain't Linda. (laughs) So you sit right there in timeout, little bad little girl. No, let me say something. No, don't if tell I, me. If I was in here, I would surely take a day off from take you a, and then a day off from these kids. <laughs> I'm not in the classroom. I'm just done with you. I'm done with you too, but you in time out. Oh, let me tell you something, honey. This is not going You going to be in time out? Oh, that's why you in time out right I'm now. I think so. I think so. Well, when I get up out of town and go to bed, I will be glad to go home and enjoy the rest of my life. <laughs> and I completely quit school because all of you. I don't know why that little girl is so adorable to me. I don't know, but honey, she, honey, she done dealt with a lot of adults that have been tired of the world. I don't know. I feel <laughs> like. They've been tired of her and everything. Just like, look. I think she's just the reincarnated, uh, spirit of some, somebody. Like, I think that's somebody's, uh, aunt reincarnated and they are back. Sure, look, let me tell you something. She said, Linda. She said, my name ain't Linda. Let me tell you something, Linda. That little baby was so good. See, this is why I can't. This is why I could never have kids, and why um, I can't be trusted around other people's kids as far as like keeping them in line. Because I find that to be adorable. Yeah, but if you're the adult that has to handle that all the time, that's another situation. After I know. A while, I'm not. I'm be not like, Look. I know. You don't even have to explain it to me. I already know. I just don't care. Like if, if I see, like if I'm at the Y and somebody kid is acting out and being spunky i'd be like go ahead little kid like 
the fuck i care like i, I be like i love little little bad kids so i don't know what to tell you like they're not fucking up my shit like it ain't, i ain't gotta worry about it but uh i love other people's little bad kids <laughs> like oh go ahead little bad kid little, oh, ba- them little strong-willed kids gonna they gonna be the ones that change the world man yeah they is and her is a and that little girl say i'm i'm tired i need a day off from you woman yeah. oh you and all these kids too like she was filming i don't know how she uh didn't laugh because i would have cracked up as soon as that baby called me linda and you know i bet this ain't the first time she done went back and forth with her like that like she as soon as she said <laughs> i was like a something something linda i was like oh okay i'm linda now all right so this is so my name is linda yeah well i love them little bad kids quote unquote i write quote unquote yeah no kid is truly mm -mm. bad but you know what i mean like yes you know i don't don't write us you know what the fuck i meant uh (laughs) but uh yeah that video took me smooth out this morning i I watched that shit like three times (laughs) she said if i was you i'd take a day off because i am sick of dealing with these kids (laughs) she was in there like why do i have to repeat gary's one through 12 again when i already been on earth once okay (laughs) all right i've been reincarnated again as a little black girl and i'm ready to skip to the eat to the other parts skip to the end all this other stuff is foolishness y'all making me have to go through she said i don't think so she was like i do how you gonna don't think so yourself in time out i don't think so she stayed in time out though so she ain't oh yeah she was like no yeah yeah that that's fine that's how you have to talk to kids Mm mm-hmm yeah because kids are hilarious especially when they throw that i don't love you you ain't my friend that's all right you're gonna do what i told you to do i love you i knew she was gonna i know she's okay though because the other little kids kept hanging around in the background because she probably the life of the party oh you know she is you know she is and them kids love each other Mm-mm-mm. uh now i don't know about the legality of how like recording somebody to daycare <laughs> right if that was her mom or how that works but well, it was it was it was cute on the video on the video until you know of course until it's not and i guess in a week we'll be talking about how you know that was fucked up to put the kids on the internet but right? until then i mean the sound bite was good <clears throat> yes black lawmakers say marijuana decriminalization is a must do in the first 100 days of a democratic congress the congressional black caucus included uh uh ending the federal prohibition of marijuana in the list of 10 must do policies to address issues hurting both communities of color and rural communities that the 48 member group released on friday number four on the list is ending the war on drugs which includes these bullet points to criminalize the use and possession of marijuana allowing states to make their own decisions and in federal prohibition and related law enforcement of marijuana uh, remove marijuana from the Controlled Substances Act and create a community reinvestment fund to invest in communities most impacted by the war on drugs for programs such as job training, reentry, community centers, and more. Uh, retroactively eliminate mandatory minimums for federal drug offenses and require Attorney General to reinstate the Smart on Crime Directive and pass codifying lo- legislation. And lastly, instruct the U.S. Citizen Commission, Citizen Sentencing Commission to amend the U.S. Sentencing Guidelines accordingly yeah i love all of these by the way um i hope it's sad that it's only the cbc that's really talking about it right now but not the they're not the only ones there's actually white politicians talking about this shit too but um i hope dems run on this and don't just say it now but you know like november's coming up 
this is a um a policy and a stance that a lot of americans will vote for and a lot of left-leaning americans will vote for you know a lot of those people who can't get with the quote-unquote identity politics absolutely want to smoke weed consequence free and shit and, um, a, and a lot of them do so they don't care particularly if you white so uh well i mean federal see that's the thing with trump and them in charge of the feds it's not what you think because look at california they keep getting raided for the drug sh- shit so like it's not as simple as like maybe joe on a corner that's a white dude might not get arrested correct but they'll shut down the dispensary that sells okay the joe okay, on the okay corner, i'm with you now which impacts that white dude's recreational drug use like mm-hmm. so like um, um okay yeah like this like individual like mandates and city police and we've seen how the loopholes that that shit presents right. nobody like, that's some bullshit. unless you're brown right which is why you would see the cbc you know uh the congressional black caucus of course feeling like we need to address this but i'm saying it can also be a um a a unifying issue with a lot of white progressive folks because you know you slide in the stuff about you know investing in communities and da 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 they don't care about that but what they do care about is the dispensary that sells them their drugs not closing down correct and uh my biggest thing is it's gonna be interesting to see how this is if people are willing to actually do this because this is nice on paper and nice to go rah 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 but but it's too much money made off of locking niggas up it's too much money made off of raiding is 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 actually you have whole organizations that got fucking created out of the federal government off of this shit so you know when you start deregul um defunding and pulling this money what that mean niggas ain't got no jobs that mean budgets get smaller you know and they're gonna find a way like racism does to shift somewhere else to arrest niggas and brown people somewhere else to make up the difference for the profit that they lost like okay you stop this all that's gonna happen is that all that 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 energy that they were investing in this one area is gonna be redirected somewhere else because truth be told the alcohol industry the tobacco industry they're gonna fight hard against this tooth and nail because we even talked about it how a lot of people would actually smoke marijuana versus do do alcohol and uh drug i mean alcohol and uh smoke if they had the option but a lot of people don't want to deal with it even if your state says okay because they don't want to deal with the federal government coming and locking your ass up yeah i understand all those obstacles but i think this is smart i think this is a good plan i think um it's at least good um to have in there i think black people talk about we need to end the war on drugs the people we elect are talking about trying to end the war on drugs they've made it a a, um one of their 10 must do policies i I don't see what the harm is in this specifically like i understand there can be pitfalls and white supremacy will always challenge the shit like i'm not stupid or anything but this is the kind of stuff we want politicians to talk about um even knowing how difficult it is you know yeah talk about it and be about it and stand by it my biggest part is stand by it just don't do no lip service just to get in and then you don't do shit be about it because that but the, well, but, but the yeah but the positive part is if you stand up and you talk about it we're gonna hold you accountable yeah and right this is a step in the process and then the 48 members of the cbc they don't control anything but they are basically speaking for us and this is the shit i want them talking about correct so i don't see any downside to them putting this out Mm-mm. i mean it is hurting our community the most 
we are the most bereft out of this we are the least invested in out of this we suffer the most double standards of penalties this could help us in a, in many ways not just you know economically but also just our freedom like getting people out of jail and shit that shouldn't be in jail you know um um investing in our community centers and things like that to give us um something to do now i'm not i mean to uh money putting back into the community now i understand there's a lot of black people that aren't with this shit you know like there's conservative type black people that are on some like so you try to say we need to be drug dealers or whatever um i mean that's do you say that about the black pharmacists in your community come on because that's just a reframing of how you view marijuana but if you only view marijuana as a recreational drug and not one that helps people uh with diseases uh eat not one that relieves pain not one that um you know has been used to treat like concussions and things of this nature Mm -hmm. if you only view it as a as a as a recreational drug then sure i guess you can feel that way but i got a guarantee that motherfuckers don't feel that way about the niggas that work at the abc store or the liquor store or the fucking um the pharmacy or any of that shit you you feel like those are esteemed careers well while we're being you know um i don't know uptight about it conservative about that that industry is still there and there's still people that are going to make money off of it um and i don't think selling marijuana is an evil exploitative industry by 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 nature necessarily and i would rather have black people selling weed in our neighborhoods to other black people rather than somebody else you know so that's just my feelings on it um and i i appreciate the cbc man yeah and like i said that's that's that false thing that they've taught people that yeah like somebody says the gateway drug and all the other bullshit i've spoke with older family members that were that were like honey yes i would smoke for my ailments but right. i don't want to be bothered with possibly being arrested and at I'm, my age here's the thing that i will say too once marijuana is legalized a lot of people will drop the bullshit right like it's it's like i i hate to say it that simply but people are kind of full of shit and very much like sheep sometimes and all you have to really do is say something is legal now and a lot of people that used to be like up in arms about it would be like well i guess this is the way things are and some of them will even engage in the behavior because they were just riding the wave of we said this ain't cool you know so i can see that happen um happening where people kind of let it go um new zealand will provide paid leave to domestic violence survivors good yeah new zealand has passed a law that provides paid leave to survivors of domestic violence making it one of the first countries to do so employers must grant 10 days of paid leave to survivors of domestic violence to give them time to cope and potentially escape the abusive situation this is similar to but separate from leave for illness or or bereavement so right it doesn't come out of your sick time or any of that Mm -hmm. the legislation passed 63 to 57 man that barely passed new zealand uh was has one of the highest rates of domestic violence in the world police attend a family violence incident every five and a half minutes what the fuck but then again i don't know the stats for the u.s so i don't even know how this is high too right the legislation which reportedly takes effect effect april 1st 2019 was years in the making uh an effort led by green party mp jan logie uh we have a problem and we will not solve this problem by continuing to focus all our resources and efforts on what happens after the police have been called 
we wait until things get really bad or someone is killed and then we wring our hands squeeze in another hospital bed and build another prison come on she described the law as a commitment to early intervention the effect she says is that it's it legally requires every workplace to say that the safety and well-being of our staff is experiencing domestic violence is our uh is our business this challenges the fundamental social dynamic that has allowed this violence to flourish the law also gives survivors of domestic violence the authority to ask employers for flexible working arrangements advocates for survivors say it's common for survivors to stay in abusive situations for fear of losing their jobs right we know women's economic situation is pivotal to her choices that decides what she can and can't do and if she can retain her job and retain the confidence of her employer while still dealing with domestic issues then that is great news uh the bill opponent suggested that it would be excessively burdensome on businesses uh that's always an excuse who gives a fuck we arrange your scheduling national party mp mark mitchell and other members of his center-right party insisted it would not reduce domestic violence and in the process could lead to businesses not employ women they believe may be more likely to experience domestic violence that's the thing you know that's the same thing they say when it's like yo the me too movement is gonna make me as a boss stop hiring women and you're like why would you stop hiring women because women don't want to deal with being sexually harassed as opposed to stop people at your job from being sexual harassers what like it's such a it's i guess it's kind of refreshing to hear or not even refreshing it's something to hear that people are this stupid all over the world like I, it's not a uniquely american thing Mm-mm. people in new zealand make the same dumbass privileged arguments that you hear here because when, it's men yeah yeah people I mean, are privileged whiteness over there like if you have privilege over something you will make a stupid ass like but then it's gonna make me not even want to work with women i mean i won't even hire a woman if she could potentially be beat i mean shit a lot of them don't hire you you could potentially get pregnant or they assume that you're pregnant they might not let you in the door like what can you even tell from looking at somebody who's more prone to be domestically like who's more prone to have domestic violence done to them how can you tell that in an interview i don't know she had a lot of lip i don't think we can hire her what what does that mean um anyway uh it is it, yeah you just don't want change you just don't want to be forced to have to do shit like because truth be told your arguments we don't give a fuck that's what your argument is is we don't give a fuck and odds are if you are hiring less women you are hiring less women regardless yeah um this law ain't gonna change shit not to mention if people are being beaten at their home life your company not being aware of it doesn't change that um you're still experiencing the cost of that yes they said companies lose billions of dollars a year from people actually just taking their personal time and pto time and all that shit for domestic violence situations so either way you're gonna feel the crunch of it and so when they call out the time somebody got to cover them when they're not there yeah it's just something to like yeah it's just something to say like we're we don't want to actively know of the cost that we're paying or try to help the people that are involved in these situations or mitigate harm we'll just take the blind like cost of maybe mary's not coming in because she got beat up and she's not sick you know maybe she's late to work and because she had to put a whole lot of makeup on her face to cover up a black eye or something yeah because companies feel like that's not our business that's not our problem that's your thing and we shouldn't be held accountable because it's one of those things not trying to be funny 
once a certain employee comes in and be like hey i'm you know i have some domestic violence shit coming on a company don't want to have to take a moral stance on some shit because you know what guess what it actually might be somebody within your own company yeah well once you have to i don't even care if it's in your own company it's just once you have to once you know you have to do something right and that's what the company seem to be trying to avoid here you know um like yeah they don't they don't they rather just turn a blind eye because it's easier because it causes them to have to pay your ass attention and Jap- they can just fire you for not coming into work mm-hmm. japanese city false fake news for wannabe ninja problem duh tokyo a city in japan has been bombarded with uh inquiries from aspiring ninjas the country's famed feudal mercenaries and spies after a news report on the city's tourist promotions was mistakenly was mistaken for a ninjas wanted advertisement (laughs) iga a small city in central japan has been dubbed uh itself the home of one style of the black clad throwing star wielding covert uh, agents for hire staging ninja shows and offering ninja experiences for tourists but a program aired last week on national public radio about iga's ninja centered town promotion effort set off a frenzy of internet interest after its host said the city faced a shortage of ninja performers and even quoted potential salaries giving the impression it might be hiring that's wrong all wrong said motoyoshi shimai an official of iga's tourism strategy division there was no discussion about that and we didn't mention money still the city received volleys of telephone and email inquiries from 115 ninja wannabes oh you mean tuning come on in 23 countries including japan most were questions about uh whether we were really hiring but there were a few that begged us to employ them and try to promote themselves some had real confidence in their bodies and strength ega ultimately issued a statement in several languages saying it was not hiring warning against fake news but said plenty of other ninja fun was 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 there i wonder if um they thought about um like the ninjas thought about like going there and just standing outside the master's uh uh <laughs> the master's door until he had to take them on as proteges i mean isn't Come that on. how that works you know uh, i'm pretty sure that's that's the way it goes you just show yeah. up to his door and sit on the stuff. yes Never give up. It's my ninja way. <laughs> like, sir, you cannot put your shuriken down. Put, okay. put, put, put it down, please. Um, <laughs> you wake up every morning, do the same routine. No, we can't have you out here sweating and exercising every goddamn morning at the crack of dawn. Just show up. We man. have no more ramen noodles for you to eat. <laughs> just, just show up and start, uh, start doing hand signs and shit i know um why do we walk by here that's eight of you then we come back again it's one of you what is happening here (laughs) (gasps) yes i came all the way from the league village so i can sign up to be a ninja entertainer (laughs) and i will not take no for an answer naruto behind you oh wait wrong one that's the wrong show Sasuke! 
<laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, just show up and take over. Um, so, so yeah, they said that there was a lot of other ninja fun. The city is the eager style ninja birthplace. We can feel breath of ninja at every turn of, of ta- downtown. It said city officials were surprised but not annoyed by the fuss we were made to viscerally feel how high interest is in ninjas all around the world they added no oh. yeah people love ninjas man they i know i do. do i mean i guess until they show up and fuck you up but yeah from a distance yeah from a distance i don't want you climbing out the shadow because man ninjas are real they fuck you up mm-hmm. uh man a man loses feeling in his legs and nearly dies because of a colossal poop what doctors in australia have intervened after a man became so constipated his fecal matter gave him paralysis in one of his legs Mm. what the hell was you eating the 53 old hmm? eating rocks i mean there's no fiber i mean nothing green nothing green nothing no no oats no Lima beans, pinto. I mean, what the fuck was you eating? The fifty-three year old red meat, red meat. That's all I want. The fifty-three year old man took himself to the emergency room with abdominal pain that had been building for three days, swelling and nausea. More alarmingly, he was experiencing pain in his right leg, which has been unable to move for the past twenty-four hours. The leg had no palpable pulse and was cold to the touch. What? His medical history revealed no drug taking, no risk of vascular disease, and no significant medical history to speak of. It turns out he just really needed to go number two. He ain't realized he ain't, he ain't pooped in a month. Something wrong. You're supposed to poop every day. A rectal examination revealed the man had impacted stools. A scan of his abdomen revealed that he was suffering from massive fecal compaction and potentially life threatening abdominal compartment syndrome, which is an increased pressure in the abdomen. Uh, a scan of his abdomen uh revealed uh his fecal matter had become so backed up it had distended into his large intestine and put pressure on his right iliac artery this pressure caused the pain in his leg as well as paralysis oh due to the seriousness of his case he was also showing signs of renal impairment and metabolic acidosis where the kidney stopped removing as much acid from the body he was taking the surgery right away to remove his backlog of it was a backlog all right of fecal matter and relieved his abdominal uh his abdominal abdominal pressure oh so they had to operate operations to move it yeah the significant fecal disimpaction was performed manually under general anesthesia with approximately two liters of feces removed two liters two coke bottles uh of 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 poop the team right wrote in the case report yes that means what you think it means yeah like somebody said oh i bet you his breath smelled like shit it had to where else was that shit going oh it wasn't going down so we're going up (laughs) (laughs) what after the huge amount of feces was removed i'm glad we have dr karen here (laughs) to clear up that odor was going somewhere right of course of course I mean, you didn't get all those degrees to, For nothing. to not know. Come on. After the huge amount of feces was removed, he was given constipation relief. Four days later, he was able to lead an intensive care unit, though it took him another 13 days before he was able to walk again. Oh, my God. A poop almost stopped him from being able to walk. Yeah, because they probably, you know, going in and probably dissecting your intestines and shit. Mm, yeah, they don't know what the cause of the buildup was either. Well, that's even scary. No fiber. It could happen again. 
not not unless something in your body is just not functioning right Mm. but something should have told you way before you got to the point your leg couldn't move that something was wrong something should have told him karen that's correct maybe that was just he was trying to tough it out and then he couldn't walk you eat fiber y'all eat plenty of fiber all right let's move on to other things let's see what's happening in the world um uh what, what section should i go to next um oh uh, we can do some fucking with black people where's my fucking with black people music we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe find different articles make us feel fucked with the wheel side point scores of zero to hundred intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody let's get into the game okay all right uh this is a tough one because uh i you know i was kind of waiting to see what else was going to happen with this story and it sounds like it's pretty much over but you probably seen the hashtag going around um nia wilson on twitter and social media and hashtag say her name um well that's because a young black woman was stabbed to death in a subway station um in oakland california okay on the rapid uh the bay area the bart the the bay area rapid transit station platform okay um so she was stabbed to get by a dude that appears to have not known her at all he was a white supremacist it appears mm. um so yeah by monday night john cowell 27 had been arrested in connection with the stabbing but days at, later officials still haven't said what prompted the attack with the police chief compared it to a prison yard assault um the random murder of wilson a black teenager described by her family as loving and selfless prompted nearly a thousand people to march in oakland in a vigil for wilson earlier this week uh according to an estimate of oakland police some have claimed the attack was racially motivated because cowell is white though the bart police and alameda county district attorney's office have said that they don't have direct evidence to back up that claim right because nobody's racist cowell's family released a statement that said he had been struggling with mental illness okay um but wilson's family members and others in the community feel the murder should be considered a hate crime regardless of what caused the fatal stabbing it's a hate crime said malika harris her wilson's 25 year old sister uh that's how i feel okay uh she described her 18 year old sister as beautiful inside and out and always positive she had been working at a clothing consignment store and was thinking about joining the army wilson harris said was always willing to help people no matter the circumstances wilson's godfather daryl alums echoed that sentiment and told cnn that wilson had love for people a lot of kids are selfish nowadays she'd give her shirt off her uh to a person and who didn't have a shirt you know uh, my daughter was everything wilson's father and Muhammad said uh according to cnn affiliate uh, kron she was so beautiful so inspirational had dreams you know all i want is just for my daughters um 
yeah wilson and her 26 year old sister latifah wilson were transferring at the MacArthur bart station when kyle allegedly walked up and stabbed both of them Latif- latifah who survived described the attack on monday and said it came out of nowhere the sisters on their way home from a family function and they got blindsided by a maniac for what i don't know i look back and he was wiping off his knife stood at the stairs and just looked from then on i was caring for my sister bart police were patrolling the station where the sisters were stabbed around 9 36 and rendered aid to them but neil wilson died at the scene according to a probable cause document for kyle's arrest and her sister was taken to the hospital it was in my close to 30 years police experience probably one of the most vicious attacks i've ever seen said the police chief uh, carlos rojas wilson's death was the third in less than a week from unrelated attacks on the bart system by monday morning the bart police identified kyle as a suspect in the stabbing and released images that posed from past bart surveillance footage and helped in the search according to the declaration of problematic a probable cause uh kyle was seen in the surveillance footage stabbing the sister before running away as he escaped through a nearby parking structure he discarded his sweatshirt and backpack which was later found to contain items inside identifying him by name and his date of birth yeah i mean i i don't know what the fuck i don't know what why nobody's gonna know why he did that you know um unless they have some maybe like an online evidence i'm sure black twitter csi has probably already looked and see if he's left a trace online or these message boards or facebook saying some racist shit um you really don't know he's not been linked to any radical right wing or white supremacist group but he does have a violent past he was convicted of second degree robbery and assault with a deadly weapon in 2016 according to a criminal complaint he was paroled in may after being sentenced for two years in prison for second degree robbery um Ross described Cowell as a transient and said there's no doubt in my mind that the individual is a killer and we're going to bring him to justice Cowell and the Wilson sisters have been in the same train car but they never interacted Ross said there was nothing to suggest that there was any dispute between them it looks like it was unprovoked and an unwarranted vicious attack um so yeah um he's currently being held in Santa Rita County jail without bail um so yeah i don't i don't know nobody knows why he did it necessarily um it could be a hate crime it could be because they were two black girls and he decided i'm gonna attack two black people it's not the strangest thing that would happen in america with white men and uh i mean shit it wasn't in portland or one of those cities up that way where uh some white dudes end up getting killed on a train but it was because the dude targeted two black girls that one of them being like mm-hmm. in a muslim garb or something like that mm-hmm. so it's like sometimes it's just like our skin puts us on the front line of this shit and we don't want to be and that's the whole problem <laughs> right i just want to fucking exist and live that yeah. that's it just leave us the fuck alone that's kind of just all we ask and that that seems like a, a, a high demand uh, someone in the chat yeah oh okay yeah yeah that that's yeah it was portland they confirmed so yeah i i mean i don't know the specifics of this one i don't you know um being that one of the sisters survived and said she don't even know who knows but i just know it's a, it just adds to that feeling man like everywhere we go it's like our skin puts us as fucking volunteers on this fucking in this fight and we're like dog i, I just want to exist yeah i'm not bothering nobody i'm minding my business it was unprovoked so you know what what are y'all niggas gonna say you know now because there's always some excuses why people fucking got attacked 
you know what what are you white supremacist folks gonna say now it was fucking unprovoked they were just sitting there minding goddamn business and he decided you're my target today and you know the thing is a lot of times with this uh with white folks in 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 general just as a collective you know it's almost like you have to beat them upside the fucking head before anybody goes this shit might be racially involved it's like they go through every other excuse mental illness it's always got to be some excuse other than this motherfucker just he just might have been racist y'all well the thing is um it's it's the privilege part like i have this too where i have privilege in certain spaces that allows me to be quote unquote analytical or like to have a cognitive dissonance from the emotional response that if i was in that group i would experience as a black person i feel sometimes compromised on these type of things because i do have a response that is based on my experience living here that is like oh that was racist and i don't really like and there's been you know there's gonna be times where i'm dead ass wrong and later on it might come out like oh no nah, this you know this this had nothing to do with race he he was fucking you know just bonkers and he didn't give it, it was it was random we can't even talk to him he's so you know just ran- but i'll never really truly be able to believe it Mm-mm. and i'm not and i'm not trying to say um that makes me right i just that's it's, it's what racism does to people experiencing racism has done that to me where i go to a restaurant i get bad service and part of me is like is this happening because i'm black or are you just shitty at being a waiter is did you stab those two girls you saw two black girls and if they were white girls you wouldn't have stabbed them or or what you know what i mean i don't know but i know that i know how i feel I, i'll put it that way and i feel fucked with so that's that's why i, I would give it a hundred you know obviously somebody lost their life and maybe in a court of law you'll never be able to prove that this dude was an overt like racist or some shit correct but i don't i don't really don't care i just want those black i just want that i just want neil wilson to be alive right um what about you zero to 100 oh 100 uh george zimmerman charged with stalking private investigator of jay's of jay-z's trayvon martin documentary go to fucking jail mm-hmm. go to jail if they get him and charge him go to i jail. mean just that he's a permanent 100 mm-hmm. so 100 uh blackish creator kenya barris leaves abc studios well the writing was on the wall for that one come on i mean it's only so long you cannot have a dude's back that's bringing in that much ratings and and a critical acclaim to your station and expect him to stay while you fucking you know sell the farm to get roseanne like and you you all still had to fucking let her go anyway yeah yeah you know and then you, you stop him from putting this episode out about taking the knee for the nfl and and the, i obviously none of us have seen the episode but Mm-mm. knowing blackish and knowing kenya bears i guarantee it wasn't some like radical ass like fuck the nfl fuck can't cancel everything i guarantee it was kind of like goddamn abc yeah uh, abc but i guarantee it was kind of um uh it was some it was some nuance in whatever the discussion was right. it wasn't just gonna be fuck the nfl fuck fuck uh white people fuck they don't even do shows like that it was gonna kind of be like well this is why me as a black person i might not boycott the nfl and this is why me as a black person i might boycott it Mm -hmm. and this is why you know in the old days you know pop come in there and say some wild shit about how in the old days it was real racism and they went into the game anyway 
and it will be a discussion as opposed to just you know everybody on the on the show taking a knee during the national anthem or whatever possibly even if they did who gives a fuck like be mad who cares but y'all would go on a limb for roseanne barr who is an overt racist and then would be surprised when that scorpion stings you crossing the river fuck that mm-hmm. yeah they said he would make up to nine figures or something crazy like that yeah he about to get paid going over there with shonda rhymes yeah i'm sure netflix is uh ready to to write the check um anyway uh i would say uh zero for this for him leaving correct and then black is gonna still probably get to be there and who knows black is that ship might be going down if that anthony anderson shit turns out to be true anyway right so they got a whole nother set of uh problems uh speaking of national anthem protest dak prescott says national anthem isn't the time or venue to protest i don't think that's the time or the venue to do so the game of football always brought me such peace i think it does the same for a lot of other people people playing the game people watching the game and any people that have an impact on the game so when you bring such a controversy to the stadium to the field to the game it takes away it takes away from the joy and the love that football brings a lot of people i think he should start selling some dak lives matter um shirts I mean, it sound mm-hmm. like it's about time maybe some people start you know copying them dak lives matter get uh <laughs> get rich you know what i mean Mm-mm. it'd be like all lives matter but this time you could put a, a face of a black person on the front of it Mm-mm. i'm good i don't want that i'm just saying karen uh anyway zero to 100 for dak prescott karen we are playing a game oh he get 100 all right um i'm gonna give him a 50 one because um this is not his first foray into saying some some quasi racist bull anti-black bullshit okay um but then two because i do agree with him that is not the place for them to be inserting their politics into the sport which is exactly why you do it duh it's the fuck a protest is you take the place where they don't think you would do the shit and you fucking do it there what the fuck if they made a designated 15 minutes of hey you can protest it before the game we're gonna do 15 minute protest uh space so that's the time for any protest to we'll just turn all the cameras off and they'll do it before the fans get in the stadium and we'll just turn you'll just turn the lights off and you can do it quietly in the corner uh no videos please yeah if you make a fucking space for protesting it's kind of not a protest anymore right the whole purpose of a protest is to disrupt so he kind of got a point which is like this is not the place guys right that's why we doing it because <laughs> this is not the place it's like those people on twitter explain my jokes to you me and shit where i'm like right but that was the, the no that the, the the protest is that this isn't the place this is the place where they think we're supposed to come together and we want to show them that we are not yeah but i'm saying like why would you do it then because we're not together dak we don't agree with the way things are going right right but not like couldn't you do that at another time when people would not be paying attention no, no that's kind of the opposite mm-hmm. of why we do what we do right we kind of want them to pay attention and this is the time where they will be forced to pay attention but why not like protest after the game when everybody's going home see dak 
this is why we can't let you be in charge of the protest nope you sure can't because there will be no protest right if it was up to you buddy you know what beautiful gals beautiful gals um but yeah he's he's whack prescott now uh gotta be tough to be a cowboys fan at this time mm-hmm. jesse jesse jones wait what's the name jerry jones his son something jones that, that came out saying players were toe the line and now this nigga couldn't wait to go tap dance like ooh, the wear that jersey can't be too proud of that um let's see what else happened um <laughs> sean spicer's black prep school t- schoolmate interrupts his book signing and claims that sean spicer called him a racial slur of course he did um okay but can we just talk about the olympian levels of petty this man must have been at to bring this shit up this to wait this long y'all understand prep school prep school okay preparatory school he got called a racial slur by this man he waited until this dude was a grown ass man was the white house secretary press secretary resigned from white house press secretary another year or so later when this man came out with a book and went to sell it and then went to do a signing of his book that motherfucker showed up and said but what about that shit you had said that is a level of petty that i i can't do nothing but respect it i can't do nothing but respect it the patience the wherewithal just to keep that energy to be able to oh man like i would have just been on twitter like you know one time he called me a nigga and then that would have been the most y'all heard about it it's like man i hate sean spice what happened he called me a nigga in fifth grade what oh my god this motherfucker was like nah we gonna get the cameras out let me see this uh he put a it's like a video of the spot a sign did they get him being confronted though who's buying this book oh there they are white people that's a white that's a white it's another white interesting make america great again hat this is a lot of white people yeah, yeah. i saw two make america great again hats hold up so two things one um sean sean spicer can barely talk who the fuck is gonna read his book he can barely fucking talk all right that was like why it was funny that he was press secretary everybody's like you can't even get a word out you sound like porky pig two this brother showed up in a suit and say you don't remember me yeah respectability <laughs> politics he said you don't remember me he looking like of course i don't that was 30 years ago right sean like man come on why you bring up old shit man you see i'm at work what you doing bro he just got off work like on, said, just got off right this motherfucker is like sure i don't even know that this was planned anymore i feel like this man was at oh, work this wasn't planned and his co-worker said yeah i'm gonna get off a little early today wow what's going on something going on in town yeah man heading to uh this book signing by this author um that i like who who you um who who's who put out a new book is, is i mean a few of y'all leaving oh oh you, have you heard of sean spicer uh the press secretary sean spicer yeah I, yeah i heard of him what what about him 
oh yeah he's signing books downtown you know what i'm gonna take off too right now as a matter of fact um y'all uh y'all go ahead and wrap this up uh i'm checking i'm taking my pto for the day go ahead and finish this report without me Mm mm-hmm yeah what what, which barnes and noble is this Mm -hmm. come on you don't remember you trying to fight me you don't remember saying you yeah well yeah no, but you called me a nigger first, right? Remember? Remember? Uh, you called me a nigger first, Sean. Whoa. Sean, and say, oh and he got a he got a white people that was laughing when he said you don't remember me you tried to fight me they was ha 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 did he say would you call me a nigga first sean all of a sudden ran the white people excuse me sir sir gonna need you to back, back up. up sir buddy okay you call the problems healy's my boy Fourteen. He held on to that shit. Woo! I guess you know what? I guess don't let nobody that did some wild shit get famous because maybe that's how we all gonna feel. Right? You know? Maybe it's like when this nigga write a book, it's like like maybe right now me and Taylor Barton is cool, but that nigga write a book, I'm gonna be like, in tenth grade, motherfucker, remember that shit? Huh? Behind the bleachers? Nigga? Huh? You was out here talking about you wanted some? Well, I'm gonna give you some right now. Like, how about that? Like, maybe that's, maybe that's how it happens. You just gotta let your bully get famous. Then you be like, how about now, bitch? <laughs> I've been taking self-help classes and MMA. Yep, I even went to a therapist and now I'm dealing with it. Mm-hmm. See what his fans thought about it. Why'd you come? I support anybody who worked for Trump or is in the Trump uh, cabinet or whatever. Now, why is that? Because I want to make America great, and I'm tired of all the bullshit. By the way, this is a bookstore. There is something in that bookstore that Sean does not have. The books have spines. Sean does not <laughs> have Go ahead, white people. Uh, yes, that's also, spines in you, girl. Small balls, that's baby. You. That's what you're Get used to. You're just, you're just a liar. Go low. Go low. Yep, of course not. <laughs> Yo, that white woman walking in that bookstore was so mad. She wanted to get her some signs, spice of time with no protest. And she, boy, they love some Trump. And y'all want me to feel sorry for these people? Y'all think economic no. anxiety? They got enough money to buy books from people that can't talk. Y'all want me to feel economic anxiety about? This? Oh, that it's just the economic anxiety. They got enough expendable income to spend money on books for people that don't talk well. You might as well be buying Floyd Mayweather's book. This is on you. But I'm supposed to feel sympathy. Y'all need to interview them for the 75,000th time to fucking talk about this. Oh my God. Anyway, zero to a hundred, Karen. Oh, a <laughs> hundred been fucking with that, uh, 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 calling that black dude nigga, but a, a zero, uh, uh, for him because you embarrassed the hell out of him and zero for that white lady you call me a nigga son call me a nigga he was he held on to that i feel you bro uh i give it um huh i, I give it a 25 for them escorting the black dude out that's it i'm not really mad at the rest of that i mean white people love trump i knew this before i hit play on that video of course they do shadow and act has some news for you karen okay plot twist confederate is still in development at hbo okay 
everybody was acting like they had got it about the paint nobody, Can- nobody canceled confederate nobody's canceled y'all mm-hmm. nobody's canceled uh, of course michelle tramble spellman and Mal- malcolm spellman were involved in the uh project uh during the initial announcement i wonder if they're still there the black uh couple that was writing it um i wonder if they'll be there you know um but you know i always felt like i was on the outside looking in on this like if people got it canceled i guess but i actually am interested in the plot and would like to see it before i make a judgment i'm not as down on the idea of uh you can never talk about this i mean if y'all say so but i'll watch it you know i still remember people being like they didn't want to see underground and that was a very black produced show underground was excellent but i still remember a lot of people saying they shouldn't do this uh i think it was even uh snoop dogg put a video out saying why we always got to be slaves like there aren't a million shows about black people on tv that aren't slaves um you can watch that and watch this too i don't know why people think you can't have both right or don't watch one do right do what you want to do in your life nobody's forcing you to do this shit um but i'm intrigued by the concept and would watch it especially in today's to climate like i would like to see the interrogation and discussion of um the civil war and the they, this would be after another civil war i believe or during another civil war i would like to see what would be the causes of a new civil war because i feel like you know this shit is not that far-fetched no it is <clears throat> not but i'm also just i'm a i'm a person that doesn't have a problem reading about these things or watching about these things i'm not uh i'm not yeah, i'm people, not that kind of i'm not i don't get that hung up on that yeah like i said a lot of people bring their personal hang-ups and just because it's the way they view it and because it's something that i run away from i don't want to talk with we shouldn't be presented it this at all yeah. that's a false statement so you know and, but I get, and, it, and if it's a shitty ass show it won't last right i get the people that don't want to watch it and shit mm-hmm. i'm not you know i'm not here to like bemoan them i it's mm-hmm. just for me i don't share that sentiment i will absolutely watch it because uh i think game of thrones is an excellent show you mm-hmm. had the same showrunners then you had these black writers yeah i want to see what y'all do with a budget and some more good writing and if if it's worth watching you know people it, you know what it reminded me of it reminded me of all the um fear mongering around net neutrality where net neutrality very scary that they're taking it away very scary we don't have it it could mean a lot of stuff but nobody really knew for sure what it meant like it's like oh it's gonna be this it's like is it well i mean it could be like okay that's i mean it's scary that we don't know what it is and that's but it's not the problem right it's not the same as saying we know what the problem is and how it's going to take shape we don't know and that's what's scary um i feel like that with confederate where people are more like i don't know what it's going to be so i just would rather them not do this at all and i'm like i don't know where it's gonna be i would rather see it and judge after i know what it is than to be like don't you can't even possibly do this that's just my feelings on it you know um but everybody's entitled to their shit and if they're telling the truth which you know my big um this is not to say people are lying or you know i don't know what the right way to phrase this is i'll just say if people are being honest and they really would not watch this shit um i'll be interested to see if that's the truth about them not watching it or if it's something they're saying now because it's good to say on twitter social yeah, media it's, it's that forecast hashtag and then but then when it comes out they actually will watch it mm-hmm. um 
i wonder and that that's the big fear is i don't want this thing to exist because i actually might be compelled to watch it because i love game of thrones and i love um um hbo and if it's on there i'm gonna watch it so i hope it doesn't exist because then i won't even have to watch it because to be honest um the game of thrones series is really good for a lot of people Mm-hmm. and and while even when people complained about it and all this shit today's it's problematic they kept watching it and the ratings continue to go oh, up yes even yes. after it got bootlegged the ratings went up mm-hmm. so to a certain extent i feel like a lot of people are full of shit where they're like i will never if it's good you will now you might not feel good about that you watched it and you might want to front that you don't want whatever but the truth of the matter is somebody watching this shit you know somebody's listening to the breakfast club all that shit people say they ratings don't lie it exists because people are people are talking against it but consuming it anyway yes power people say they were gonna cancel 50 cent mm-hmm. now every fucking sunday morning i see my hashtag power trending and lighting up the black, black people can't wait to talk about it even though they think what he said about terry cruz is disgusting right you know the internet makes it very easy to be you know black and white on these things but people are very not black and white they're mm-hmm. just not so um yeah i will watch this but i don't think i'm alone i just think it's not popular to say what i'm saying which is i'll just wait to see if it's good and if it's good i'm gonna watch it and if it's not then i won't i don't need to start a a fake boycott or cancel whatever because i'm it doesn't exist yet we'll see right anyway um so for me that's a zero i don't really even care that it's still in production oh me either yeah we'll see if it's bad we'll if it's bad i'll be sitting right here like fuck it i don't want to watch this shit so correct um all right let's see what i wanted to do oh man so uh i went ahead and signed back up for netflix because monique said roseanne is my sister in comedy and she made a mistake what i know babies my babies i can't believe this happened to me we never canceled netflix what Shh, girl we was supposed oh, to be i'm sorry that folk was my bad my, you didn't tell me you know i was supporting um monique and i canceled my my netflix mm-mm. um a long mm-mm. time ago but i'm signing like back up that. nope i like netflix i'd be highly upset I, i'm signing back up she told us she loved us for real and now she out here telling us that we need to forgive this one for calling black women eight and for um all the other racist shit that she does and the right wing politics it was just a mistake that's what monique said karen mo mo said that okay she, she got a right to say that yep um she's come to defense a fellow comedian roseanne Barr after she was fired from her hit abc show earlier this year over racist comments dealing with food allergies or wanting to change your diet see it can be tricky to plan it can oh this is one of the main problems i have with food allergies and changing diet uh the oscar winner stopped by ktla morning news on friday and said she wouldn't put bar on the racist list hmm the racist list i did not know what list is she on then well yeah she also said she has a friend in her oh god no mo don't do this let me see trying to get it to play okay is that no it's playing damn it oh it's just one of these where it's like i'm just playing the music yeah it's just music and a caption i thought i was gonna actually have her talking oh okay this is the worst you probably can find one with her talking if you want it 
yeah i'm not gonna you know i'm not even gonna worry about it anyway she said i remember when i had the monique show they were big there were big major black superstar talent that had white representatives and they told their talent the show is too black we really don't want you to go there but there was a white woman named roseanne bar that showed up for me and they didn't hear the conversation and when the cameras wasn't rolling that woman was giving me some beautiful words monique said bars on her sisters in comedy and she shouldn't be discarded for making a mistake she made my sister made a mistake and she said something i know she wished she could take back but what i would ask is if we don't throw her away oh, okay here's the clip down here all right bar was fired from rebooted roseanne in may when she compared president don't miss the factory direct spa and swim spa okay, show it's friday through sunday in anaheim <laughs> <laughs> something happening in anaheim only the ads are playing uh no! <laughs> bar had apologized claiming that she thought jared was who was who was black was white as if calling a white woman a gorilla or ape is much more acceptable come on i would play this because this shit is 10 minutes long anyway mm. zero to 100 mm-hmm. uh 50 75 yeah i give it 100 this is terrible monique what you doing what you doing oh yeah it's it's, it's terrible this is bad man it, just because she was nice to you once all the other black people gotta let this shit slide like that's the whole fucking argument people have against you which is you be mean to people so all everybody put your whole pro-black pro-black woman shit to the side monique doesn't handle her shit 100 nice all the time her her husband so don't support her and then some white person's nice to you and then it's like well damn she was nice to monique i guess she not racist even though she has said multiple racist things not under the guise of comedy a few times like all the abc knew to get in order but you didn't like this is whack man come on like and i get like maybe you personally have a nice relationship with a person that fucked up in public but i I just don't think it's too i just don't understand why people can't be like well i don't have that issue with them but i understand or say nothing at all i don't see why like i just don't want her to get thrown away for what what does that mean who is even really thrown away nobody you know everybody keeps making money and doing she, what they want to do she'll be back she'll go on that country bumpkin tour and be back uh, anyway i hate to say that about mo but that's just whack man it's really whack uh tamara maori reveals racial junk impact that relationship with her husband adam housley she says the beginning of her relationship with her now husband adam housley was filled with racial junk the real daytime uh, talk show host explained how social media made the couple face the racial backlash early uh, early on uh we had a lot of outside things that kind of got in our way honestly uh i mean housely explains on yahoo's it's love uh dealing with racial junk maori says it's when it was when social media was taken off and it would come directly to us marius opened up about the backlash she's gotten for dating a white man before even tearing up on oprah where are they now in 2014 while discussing the matter in further detail it's hurtful because what my husband and i are so openly and we're fine with showing is love she said but people choose to look past that past and spew hate that's what hurts me because i've never experienced so much hate ever in my life ever i get called white man's whore she added while sobbing the new one was back in the day you cost three hundred dollars but now you give it to him for free she added that living in a household with a black mom and a white dad she grew up seeing a family 
meanwhile viewers who caught the video of the spouses who have been married for seven years took note of how they recall internet racism they face they also shared their own stories of how growing up biracial has affected them uh wait how's these biracial is that mm-hmm. mm, okay cute is not colorblind of your skin although she's definitely beautiful it's your heart that matters and they both have a good heart true love is colorblind hate is deep and rooted in biggest hearts my father was white my mother was black i was always embarrassed of my white side and still am my mother was white and my father was black i have a good relationship with most people on both sides of the families i've also experienced racism from both sides lol um i mean look this is kind of the thing that she does this is like her uh she's like the interracial like black woman white man like cheerleader team person and so she's taking a lot of shit for that um i do think she probably experiences a ton of harassment correct uh from a lot of racist people and shit that say hurtful shit to her mm-hmm. um i would not doubt that most of the vitriol she's received is from black people but mostly because of her the shit she says right not, right not, like it's not that it comes out of nowhere it's just that you're dating a fox a dude that was a former fox news person um a dude that you said corrected you one time because you put mayonnaise on this sandwich and made you feel bad for that <clears throat> implying that it was racist of you to assume he would like mayonnaise because that is a white man stereotype and you felt so strongly about that you shared that with the internet um because you have chosen to take your relationship public um and especially when you try to espouse some sort of goals with your relationship on some like my relationship is about how racism is uh not real and and me dating this marrying this white man proves that we can overcome racism well guess what happens you're gonna make yourself the linchpin for a lot of people who are like i disagree with this or i don't like the way that you're talking about it or whatnot and she seems to mostly be getting having offense from shit that black people said according to her you know that white man's horror is very close to that negro bed when shit that niggas be saying Mm -hmm. um so i do not doubt that she gets a lot of shit from black people that say some pretty heinous shit to her yeah because overall the average black person don't give a fuck about your marriage baby but when you start talking and you start saying things and we start responding to it you know you get offended by us responding to it because things don't happen in the vacuum you put shit out there and people start responding well in um you know we just covered a couple weeks ago her husband on the 4th of july was telling black people um how they need to feel about this country right you know like saying hey y'all need to be grateful it's a day we all can celebrate and black people are like as a black person i'm telling you that's not how this works we don't necessarily get the same feelings of celebration because many of us were enslaved during the time period where white people were celebrating independence and freedom we did not have independence or freedom Mm -mm. and um he like goes on on instagram kind of fussing at people and shit she doesn't say anything crickets but when somebody says something to her or her husband she's the first one to be like these mean black people are saying such and such and it's because people feel like you picked this side of defending his uh bullshit you know especially with him being a former fox news person people are like this white man you know because it's not like they feel like this about every white man there's a Mm -hmm. lot of white dudes dating black women that are not 
some fucking bigot or outspoken um on race or trying to scold black people on how they should feel about shit. correct um and you know i tried to avoid these conversations on the show sometimes because i think interracial dating shit is rife with a bunch of hot takes and a bunch of like this is how it is for everybody and mm-hmm. nobody knows on the macro versus micro macro versus micro of someone's love you really don't know what the fuck is going on in somebody's house correct you know uh there may be households where somebody's being disrespected and um and 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 their races being thrown in their face and all this shit and there may be somewhere it's not there's no way for me to tell them the outside looking in but when you open your house up like this publicly for scrutiny by trying to say look at our love it's the example that y'all should aspire to because they are selling our interracial love yes they are when when you do that you invite a bunch of people's opinions and you kind of don't get to shut the nozzle off like i can't believe you guys are like this it's like but these are the things you share these are the things you tell us you know like a lot of people feel like it's it's deeper than just i love this man and it's more about this brand of you know black women loving white men tm and that's why she gets that pushback um you know so all that being said um you know that's why i didn't really do we didn't talk about the mcclure twin shit on here that much because there's so much animosity between black men and white and black women it leaks over into that shit and they are publicly selling a brand of interracial love and these children and the mcclure twins shit got ugly as fuck because that fucking family's image and all the shit they were selling it was not what the fuck it was Mm -hmm. like it just took a little bit of scrutiny people's like this dude not even a real father uh he's got these racist jokes and shit in his past um she apparently has had some statements about being like this african exceptionalism that puts her above the culture of african americans and all of a sudden you got people looking at you through a fine tooth comb and it's and nobody's life can withstand that Mm -mm. you know you just wanted to like sell your twins and make fun videos but once you start saying and this is this this is the statement we're giving for interracial love goals you're gonna end up with a lot of people looking at your shit like but are you you know what i mean is this the goal sis is this what i want to aspire to is this the the belief system i have to take on and then you and and nobody's shit gonna hold up to that Mm-mm. so um anyway as far as uh tamika i mean tamara mount whichever one of the maoris i feel bad for the one that's like no i don't even have a problem with i, I just have my black family over here i don't talk about these things tia's i think the private one so yeah for tamara like zero to a hundred Oh, for her she get a smooth 75 yeah um so yeah i, I think i would give tamara for for this i think i'll give her like a 50 because she leaves out that a lot of the way that she stays silent when her man is whack being whack is very antagonistic towards black people and she is she acts like we shouldn't notice it um and she has some conservative beliefs of her own so maybe that's why correct um but um i get i but i took off 50 because i also understand on an individual level the vitriol she receives i'm sure is very fucked up it is and it's easy for me as a person that doesn't deal with her mentions to be like well why can't you just be you know like just like kind of pull back on some of this shit and not 
you know not accept his fox news reasoning blah 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 it's easy for me to say but at the same time nobody's called me a bed wench or a coon or some shit right um even when i'm just going like because i'm sure it's not every post but i'm sure there's times where she's just like hey we're going to the mall today and somebody's like why the fuck you ain't talking about nia wilson getting stabbed or something and, mm-hmm. and i'm you know and i'm like okay i can see how you might have a a negative association with black people online because that's who calls you out on your shit and it's it's easy for people to go just learn from it but that's not how the fuck life works for most people correct most people go fuck you you know <clears throat> so i give it 50 all right let's see what else we can do today um uh, look at this time all right let's do some guest race guys now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time that's right it's time for guest race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and uh everybody playing is racist all right let's get to the first one uh how about this um a man has been charged with bestiality okay and that is not a special way to kill someone in mortal Kombat. yeah a bed a bell mead man was charged with trespassing evading arrest and bestiality is that the officers responded to a report that a dog was being sexually abused early saturday morning in the backyard of a home oh wow. um philip merson uh 27 was arrested without incident uh he was taken to the county jail his name did not appear on the jail's online roster late monday morning officers were sent just uh just before 2 a.m saturday uh where to a street where a witness told them that he observed a man sexually abusing a dog uh when the man uh spotted the officers he let go of the dog and tried to run officers notified the animal's owner on the scene and so that he she could provide any care the dog needed at the time there are no reports of injury to the dog guess the race of philip merson white all right let's check the chat room see what they believe arrested without incident without weapons drawn white beastie boy white uh uh white love is love white white he smelled like dog white white on white on white male on white 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 the correct answer is uh white He was a vanilla king. Yeah, did they say what kind of uh dog it was? Nope. You gotta keep the victim's name out of the Oh my bad, my bad. For privacy reasons, I understand, my bad. Um why was you hoping there was a black dog or something? What's going on? I was just asking. You think it was a Negro bed wench? Is that what you're trying to say? Uh, you been on uh tamara page talking shit to us that, no. that what i just discovered no i hadn't you know i didn't know if it was a shih tzu or you know a pomeranian i didn't mm. know could have been a pet bull i didn't know okay. i just you know just want to know all right let's go to the next one it took a taser to arrest a kicking scratching biting councilwoman kansas cops say oh okay mm-hmm mm-hmm carol fowler did not go quietly when deputies showed up at her door last week to arrest her on an outstanding warrant 
outstanding uh from accounts uh given to local media by the atchison county sheriff's office the arrest evolved into a fight and involving kicking (laughs) and scratching at one point a deputy tased fowler to get her under control oh shit (coughs) going out without a fight two days later at the county jail she allegedly was still putting up a fight and she uh bit a jail officer on the thumb fowler 48 helps governor 48 48 helps governor town of huron in east northeast kansas she is one of five city council members she scored a seat on council after winning two votes in november 2017 election two uh she has one by two votes or just two people voted two votes she won two votes how big is this goddamn town it has a population of 73 people Uh, okay that makes sense i'm about to say yep sound like the town of mayberry Atchison County Sheriff Jack Laurie told the Globe that deputies took Fowler into custody at her home in Huron around 11:30 a.m. on Friday. They arrested her on a warrant for failure to show up at Atchison County District Court on December charges of being a pedestrian under the influence and interfering with law enforcement. At her home, Fowler began kicking and hitting and scratching deputies, so they tased her to subdue her. He said both deputies suffered superficial injuries. Fowler allegedly caused one deputy to bleed, but their wounds didn't need medical attention. That was Friday. Then came Monday. As staff at the Atchison County Jail tried to finish booking her, uh, she fought again. As jail officers tried to get her to remove her jewelry and other personal items, she bit a corrections officer on the thumb. They had five officers in there. It was a struggle for all of them to get her to comply. She was able to get a hold of one of the corrections officer's thumbs with her teeth and actually broke the bone in his thumb. (laughs) The deputy was treated at the hospital. Um, So Fowler faces a slew of charges stemming from what's transpired. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. All right, Karen, guess the race. Oh, two people. She got she she won with two votes. White. Okay, let's check the chat room and see if they believe she's in the fifty three percent as well. Uh, still alive, white, white Lawana Mayfield. Oh, Ty, you listen to uh free game. White, nevertheless, she persisted. White, <laughs> million dollar baby, white Huron or heroin. She white. Oh, biting beige. She's uh she cheese either white or white is biting beige black uh mimi is that what that beige means like the beige menace are you trying to say white oh it means white okay so everybody went white on this one speak to the manager white the correct answer is you guys all got it right white That was intense and that's our picture oh boy oh my yeah like they had to put her in some type of harness type thing right and then somebody had to hold her head up they was like uh like a kid they was like uh please we're just trying to get the mug shot uh uh a gym just grabbed the back of her head yep jeez all right let's go to the bonus round guys <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points. Double the race. Bonus round against the race. So far, Karen is uh, two for two, right? Woo! Yes. All right. Let's see if she can keep this going. I'm All right. trying, y'all. All right. 
Mm. all right let's see how about this story a woman says she said hay bales uh fire to foil zombies and a cult Mm. getting ready for walking dead season nine i guess apparently so a woman accused of setting two hell bays fi- uh, fires uh, caused more than $20,000 damage in Half Moon Bay, California. For setting hay on fire? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she said she set the blazes to prevent the zombie apocalypse and a cult massacre, respectively. So oh. she's a multitasker. Okay. Two Mon- for one. Monica Louise Berlin got arrested in El Granada, California on Friday following a 20-mile chase. 20 during, miles. During which she live-streamed part of the pursuit on Facebook. No! She accused, she's accused of burning 900 bales of hay worth $10,800 on June 26th and another 865 bales worth $9,180 on in the same field July 3rd. Oh my God, how did she say, what? I don't understand this. This should just go out there and douse it all in oil and we're just like, Poof. According to documents, Berlin, to, I think it's hay and it's in California inside, so probably not even oil she might just do a match out there yeah berlin told firefighters at the first blaze this was about the zombie apocalypse at the second fire she told her neighbor she burned the hay to prevent a cult from committing a massacre berlin pleaded not guilty tuesday to arson and evading arrest not guilty i told y'all why i did it but i didn't do that shit i live streamed myself running on facebook admitting it but i didn't do it what y'all gonna take my word for you know i'm crazy I'm the kind of person that burned a whole hell, bale hell, just down. Like, whole I'm just, bale of hay. You can't trust me. I don't know. I've seen it. I don't know, but apparently that shit is, is big like a block and it's expensive. After an investigation identified Berlin as a suspect in the fire, San Mateo County deputy tried to pull her over around 7 p.m., but she took off in a 2004 Volvo station wagon. Oh my God, you guys, Berlin said in her 49 second live stream video, which has since been taken down. Um, like i was covering this criminal conspiracy with the police department and now they're all chasing me and it's so scary oh my god oh my god they're going to shoot me or something crazy she eventually pulled over in california about 20 minutes from half moon bay her mother leslie berlin wrote in an email to the half moon bay review that her daughter began suffering post-traumatic stress disorder and delusional disorder following a custody dispute over her son four years ago wow probably lost that i guess yep this start started her odd behaviors fixed delusions and conspiracy theories involving tech companies and the government she uh, her mom wrote in 2015 monica berlin filed a lawsuit against san mateo county supervisors foster city police and others claiming assault libel and slander reported the half moon bay review her suit was later dismissed guess the race of uh, monica louise berlin oh monica was white like the big straps around the hay to hold the hay bale together all right let's check the chat room and see what they believe uh monica's race was her plans went up in flames white volvo uh, the official automobile at the 53 percent auditioning for fear the walking dead white uh all, only i can start forest fighters fires white white just white crazy ass white Every, evil aaron brockovich white white hey bell becky with the good volvo station wagon white the correct answer is white yeah and i was about to say if niggas out here setting hay on fire we honey you you'd have seen the um the mixtape man with some hay what the hell you get this hay for don't worry about that and they took her in they took her in legally and didn't hurt her come on like that was a lot that was so white 
hay bales hay bales the whitest shit ever all right so we're ratching this time guys A man from Springfield found guilty of threatening his stepson with a sword. A man from Springfield who assaulted his stepson and threatened him with a Japanese-style sword was found guilty of unlawful use of a weapon and domestic assault. Green County prosecutors say Augustine Mendoza uh, admitted to investigators that he punched his stepson, also adding that his stepson did nothing to provoke the attack. Mm. It took the jury an hour to find him guilty. Green County prosecuting attorney Dan Patterson announces that uh, he was convicted today of assaulting his stepson threatening with a japanese sword the defendant was found guilty by a jury on one count of unlawful use of a weapon one count of domestic assault in the fourth degree um when that shit took place august 4 2017 it took almost a year for this to, have, to get justice shit the jury deliberated for one hour before returning the, the verdict the defendant admitted on the stand that he punched his stepson adding that his stepson did not do he did nothing to provoke the assault the defendant then retrieved a japanese style sword for from among his belongings and proceeded to pursue him around the shared residence while shouting threats at him the jury trial was presided over by the honorable david jones the defendant is subject to a sentence up to four years that's it in missouri department of corrections judge johnson set a sentencing hearing for october 5th 2018 be careful man you stepdads ain't playing that shit no more guys all right come on you're sitting in there chilling motherfucker coming to the the um coming to the the fucking living room and start acting stupid and and now you gotta fight for your life come on you know like you supposed to be my stepdad i can't just sit on the couch and watch teen titans go come on the scrub what you a little fort huh Fuck about fight. your little fort, nigga. I hate you. I hate you too, little nigga. You ain't my son. All right, guys, that's it. We'll talk to y'all. I'll talk to you. We'll talk to y'all tomorrow, I guess. Uh, depending on how we feel. Uh, a couple more times this week, we'll talk to y'all. Um, don't forget live show September twentieth. Mm-hmm. Show up. We're gonna show up. Our chakras will be in alignment. I promise you yes um seven uh september the 20th uh downtown charlotte blumenthal theater for performing arts go to the blackoutist.com slash live 2018 get your tickets okay it's selling we're over halfway uh there now to selling out or full or whatever you want to call it um keep buying tickets keep showing up we want to see all y'all out there appreciate y'all um until tomorrow i love you I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.